This is Steve Garnett and Aaron Keller. Ooh. Hi, I'm Aaron. We got James or Jimmy. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. How's it going, guys? We got a guest here with us today. My name is Patrick Darty. I'm from Kingsport. <laughs> Welcome to Giant Size Man Things, the only show that Scotty Pippen regularly tweets about. Oh. Really? No. I didn't think so. Not really. <laughs> But that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Whatever happened to Scottie Pippen? Don't know. That'll bring him back in comic books. <laughs> he was in comics? No, this should bring him in back through you know what? the format there were all of comics. These, there were all these shitty sports comics. There may have been Scottie Pippen. I will guarantee you there he was, was a like Scottie the, Pippen comic. You know, he was like, he was like outshadowed by Michael comic. Jordan. But, you know, he was actually like a really good... Well, I want the first appearance of Scottie Pippen. I'm going after that. I'll bet I'm going to start I'll, going to comic shops asking you guys got the first I'll, appearance of Scotty Pippen. I'll bet you Mountain Empire's got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, stored, it's stored with all the the, the damn NAS Cubs and, and the, the, the Daytona 500 stories and, and every other damn NASCAR comic that was ever printed. What was NAS Cubs? <laughs> NAS Cubs. I don't know how that came to be, how that came to be but NAS Cubs was basically you had... <laughs> Versions of all the the NASCAR drivers that were teddy bears. Oh, because that makes perfect that's sense. Genius. Even like Dale Earnhardt. Like there is, uh, I assume that there probably was. I, I mean, that is I hilarious. I didn't read the book, dude. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm realizing right now that even though I didn't read it, I know way too much about it. Yeah, I didn't know that I've even never, existed. I never heard that word. NASCAR Cubs is a brand new word. Wow. I think we ought to get some NASCAR Cubs your, tattoos. Your life is a bigger is, is you're you're leading a bigger life now than you were earlier. Now I want the first appearance of the Dale Earnhardt NASCAR. I wonder who published that. <laughs> who do you think put out these books? I'm sure NASCAR. 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 Yeah. In conjunction with some shit ass little label. NASCAR comics. I wonder if that was ever a thing. Probably not. <clears throat> yeah. Really, I'm not joking about any of that. Like the Daytona 500 story and the Bill Elliott story and. There was an issue for every one of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of those at Trader's Village. That's nice. hilarious. Hot bucket piece. That's probably <laughs> legit, that. though. Uh, if that, that might even be better than what they came up with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR All-Stars. <laughs> yeah, man. The, 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 back, back in the 90s, there were all the all kinds of weird damn books coming out. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's the Aerosmith story. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, there's all the heavy metal ones. I have the Faith yeah. No More one. And if it got to the level that they did a Faith No More one, my God, how yeah. many did they go through before <laughs> I love Faith No I think yeah. there was like 40-some-odd issues of the rock and roll, what, what was it? Rock, rock and roll, roll comics. Rock and roll think, comics, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually really like those. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and some of those are sold after, like the Kiss. Yeah. The Kiss story was one of those. And it's like, <laughs> okay. By God, know. I got the anthrax. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants that. But I got it. <laughs> Yeah, man, nobody wants the anthrax. After 9 11, nobody wants Yeah. Wants <laughs> <laughs> That's how most people, you know, figured out what anthrax was. Too, yeah. so. <laughs> indeed, indeed. D- right. Dave found this, this comic shop online, right? That uh, it's called Heavy Ink Comics. And he, because he's looking for all these back issues, because he's trying to put together a run of uh, the current Deadpool comic, right? And so he found, like, all of them on this website for sale. And so he's like, what the hell? Why Why do they have all these back issues for, like, discounted off the cover price? You know, it's not even, like, going for what they go for, like, on eBay yeah. or whatever. Because some of the early Deadpool books from that run are going for, like, 15 20 a piece. But he found them all for, like, $2.39. And so he looks into the place, and it turns out that the owner of it is, like, this guy who, uh... Like applauded the shooting of that Arizona senator. Oh, oh wow! And like publicly and stuff. So I guess people like boycott him one by off of the tents. Like fuck it. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, tell me about that, man. I got on the website last night when I got home, and it's like, hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't. I don't know about buying from here, but okay. <laughs> it's awful cheap. I mean, I mean, uh, the, there are, there are a few books that I'm looking for right now, and he didn't have any of them. But I'm you know I'm glad they found something on there. And I'm sh- I'm sure apparently if he's selling them for that cheap, he's glad they s- they found something on there yeah. too. It's pretty funny. Um, a Constantine returned last night. Did it? And I don't think you guys have maybe checked it out. I know Patrick. I have not got to it. see it yet. I watch it, but I actually 
as much as I talked about it on here, I actually forgot that the time switched from 10 to 8. So I turned on my TV at 10 o'clock and realized that I was two hours late on Constant. I wish so. you would have been one hour late and you would have turned it on and just the <laughs> and credits caught the were ending. Wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the last, the last I saw what was going to happen next week. <laughs> like, damn it. Um, pretty that, good. That's happened to me. Before. Pretty good episode? Yeah, you know, as far as the second part of Cliffhanger episodes go, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, there's a piece of fine ninety cinema right there. <laughs> I'll never forget the 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 scene that's uh, Sylvester Stallone hanging from that cable above what was clearly a giant television on the floor <laughs> of just someone shooting down into a canyon. <laughs> I, I would like to see a cliffhanger over the top crossover comic. Oh wow! <laughs> Whoa. God. Where Sylvester Stallone's character from each of those, they meet each other. Mm, there's some man save the world. <laughs> so he would teach. He would teach the cliffhanger guy that that just moving your hand can win you any arm wrestling yeah, competition. But, but by learning that skill, he's able to climb better too. Oh wow! Huh? Yeah, he's he's doing the thumb switch while he's climbing. <laughs> Doubles the speed. <laughs> but anyway, about Constantine. Yeah. But anything yeah. else about Constantine? Constantine's a quality show that needs to get saved. Uh, I don't think that switching to an 8 o'clock timeline for an occult show on a Friday night's a great move, but I honestly don't feel like that the uh, powers that be involved are going to let this show be what it needs to be anyway. Yeah. Uh, I wish it really would be. I think the guy playing Constantine is dead on fucking perfect. Most of the other things in it, if you're a fan of the comic or... Uh, enough that you can appreciate yeah. them for what they are, you know, toned down for a TV setting, of course. Right. He actually smokes cigarettes. I commend that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, I'm glad they decided to do that because that was yeah. all I heard initially was, was well, they're not going to let him smoke and everybody was yeah. pissed. No, it's I mean, not. Like talking con- about a character. Oh, it's right. not like chain smoking he smokes by chance. one cigarette every episode and you can almost like fucking set your watch by it. If it's five minutes before the end of the episode and he hasn't smoked, he's about to fire one up. And he'll get one good drag out and there go the credits. But you know, uh, he's smoking cigarettes. I'll give him Okay. And like right. Patrick said, they finally, this is, I mean, they finally nailed this character as opposed to the Keanu yeah. Reeves, which yeah. I think a lot of people maybe have seen that movie. It's like, I don't want to watch a show. You're talking about Bill and Ted's Hellblazing Adventure? <laughs> that guy. That guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they finally they finally got the character right. And, Bill and Ted's and, Hellblazing You know, I like, I think that it's like a... <laughs> Where it's like a different demon each episode, as opposed yeah. to him like Demons. doing a whole season right. after one demon. Right? They um, have a they have a plot that's building that will connect everything, yeah. but each episode almost has like a demonic X Files yeah. feel to it. Exactly. I mean, you're gonna have a resolution by the end of the episode, but it will play into this bigger picture. And, and it's one of those things. I don't think it's too deep for people to get into. I just wonder if there's that much interest in occult type stuff yeah. at an eight o'clock hour on Friday night. Mm. Well, I think I think uh, you know. When they when they put it in that slot, or even at ten o'clock, any yeah. any anything that you do with any kind of a show that's going to need to have a following to stay on the air, don't put it on Friday, Friday night, night because everybody everybody is just getting off work. They're going to eat. They're going out trying to get laid. They're going out and get drunk. <laughs> yeah, you know they're doing anything but watching constantly. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's. You know, it's like it's like some somebody like this is like, well, we're gonna put this show right here because I hate it. Bro, <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the way it feels. And, and my friend I was watching with the other night, you know, uh, even made the comment. He was like, you know, I, I feel like the only thing at this point that will keep this on at this time is that if people are coming home, getting ready for work, and just leave the channel on while they're getting dressed. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's sad. This is a show that yeah. needs to yeah. be watched, but you know. I mean, I DVR it. I haven't yeah. watched any of them yet right. because I, well, I sit down and binge watch. I think if you're a comic fan, if you're a Constantine fan, even uh, a casual one, uh, it, it's it's really good for what it is. Yeah. You know? Okay. Now, if it was on AMC or FX or it HBO, could be a lot it would be hard. And, and, yeah. Uh, it would be. Uh, but uh, for what they're trying, I think that's maybe the, the the problem in the first place is trying to do a show like this on NBC. I, I even feel like Fox would do it and be in a little bit better hands. Mm. But you know. What can you do? That's uh, a, clearly that's a bold statement, but okay. <laughs> possibly. That was, that was a possibly. <laughs> At least it would be a cable network. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Well, for a person like me that doesn't uh, generally have cable, Fox and NBC are still channels that I can watch. Right. And so um, that's why I've been behind on Walking Dead and other things. I just haven't had the means to watch them. So, uh, you know, who knows? I hope something happens in these last five or six episodes. Truly, and I've talked to Aaron about this, what I really hope in these last five episodes is they say, Fuck it. Nothing appears to be working. Here's Swamp Thing. 
For better or worse, if it worked, maybe <laughs> yeah. these little kids would latch on to it and be like, fuck yeah, Swamp Thing, let's do it. And and if not, at least I got to see Swamp Thing. Yeah. Again, you know? I've got to see the I would like to see Swamp you know? Thing return. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I you know it was going to be canceled, be awesome, just throw them out there. Myself, you know? uh, originally, they said all along that if the, the, the series succeeded, especially, that we would get the Swamp Thing. Uh, and one of the original promos they did was um, they had these ads that had a, a card for John Constantine, Master of the Occult Arts, and it had a phone number. And if you called the phone number, which I didn't, but apparently if you called the phone number, it said, this is John Constantine. If you're looking for Alec Holland, he's in the bloody swamp. So it's like, if that's not telling you before the show even airs that it's going to go there. Damn I it, I wish I'd called that number down. Yeah. Well, you, like probably, you could probably find it online and call it rather easy. Whether the message is still there, I don't know. But That's cool. Well, I'm glad you brought up a swamp, you know, swamp Thing in, in regards to television. Yeah. Have you ever seen Swamp Thing, the series? Oh, man, I love Swamp Thing, the series. Man, man, I was walking through the big lots of Johnson City about six months ago and found the whole series on DVD. Oh, my God. For three ninety nine. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but you make me want to drive to that big lots right now. Even though I know it's oh, there was dead. one copy. I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I want those pretty bad, and I actually looked into getting them a few weeks ago, and um, not all of them are in print. The entire series isn't in print right now. You can get separate ones, but they're pricey, and... And then I look at that and I'm like, well, now it makes me just want the, the Swamp Thing animated series that totally fell flat on its ass. <laughs> but there was a Swamp Thing animated oh, I was, series. I, when I was a kid, I was into the Swamp Thing yeah, animated I was in the series. Swampy, I had like the figures from it and stuff. Uh, yeah. Dude, I still have the figures. That's the That's only awesome. way that a, a Swamp Thing figure was ever produced back then. I'm thinking yeah. there's, there's tons of them now. But the, and the story that I always heard was that uh, when they were doing the Super Power series, you know they got to some really obscure characters before that was over. That Swampy was in the next run that they were going to produce that got the plug pulled on it. So they had pretty much the only reason that toys happened for that show because the, the show flopped. Had, yeah, DC said, "Shit, we've got a mold already. Paint that bitch and throw it out there." And not only did they, they did four different versions: a glow in the dark, a stretch arm, a camouflage. You know, and it's like so for you know a kid like me that always wanted that Swampy. It was like fuck, that was worth it. You know, you know now that you. Mention it, I can definitely see some 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 uh, some common structure there between yeah. the superpowers figures. Oh yeah, they're the same size basically. Yeah, the same they, scale. They, they all had you know superpowers figure all had one little thing they did. Yeah. So all they did with the Swamp Thing figures is each one has something different that it did. You know, yeah. And they were all shitty, just like the superpowers. Where but they were cool looking figures. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I dig that series, and I dig I dig those. Uh, I, I dug some of those figures. I've I've actually think I've got a couple of those in my collection. So. Oh, I just found them. I thought I thought I had misplaced them, and when I found my superpowers figure and opened the box, it kind of pulled my penguins and stuff off the top. And there's two swampies underneath. I was like, oh man, it's, it's like the day I got them out of the package. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's a great feeling, isn't it? When you it know, when yeah. you haven't seen something in so long, when it's you find it again, it's like yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. I don't even remember buying this, <laughs> but it's I'm awesome. Glad I did. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. What do you guys think about uh, CBS doing Supergirl show? Oh, I don't even know if I knew that. Yeah, that's coming. Huh. Supergirl is going to be I've on got, CBS. Got, pro- I will say this: like you know, it'd be really easy to take a show like Supergirl and make it shitty. It would. But they're promising, like, a story of, like, female empowerment. It yeah. might actually have some thought into it. Yeah. Like, uh, I hope, I, I'm hoping it's good. It, yeah. If it sucks, it sucks, you know. Yeah, that goes. was actually one of the things that I was going to talk about. It says, uh, what I read earlier this week says, CBS's entertainment chair, Nina Tassler, is hailing the proposed Supergirl series as the latest in the long line of dramas with strong female leads. Okay, cool. Let's see that then. Who's yeah. the lead actress here? Not picked yet. Okay. So they'll probably in, be so blonde. In, <laughs> so they prob- they probably will be blonde, but not necessarily. In the show, they probably will. Well, be I, I mean, you would hope. But so this is still far from even being filmed. You know, so, it's supposed to come out this year, though, right? I believe so. Yeah, they could totally make it a, a black Supergirl, and I could totally see CBS being like, True. "Well, you want to talk about edgy? Nobody watches our channel. Let's do a black Supergirl." <laughs> and it would either, you know. Well, that would I mean, I could get behind that, 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 that if it's well done. I get behind anything if it's done right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if somebody, if it's well written and it's done right, I can get behind anything. Almost. Well, I, you know, I mean, it's weird that you bring that up because you know DC also announced this week that they're going to change Power Girl. That they're introducing a new version of Power Girl into continuity. Who is white? I don't have an issue with that. Well, that's cool, though. But I, I, think it's, I think it's weird that they're doing that. I know why they're doing it. I just figured it out. Because, because of Power Man. They're, well, 
<laughs> oh, you guys got a black Luke Cage Power Man? Well, guess what we got? A black one. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that they're, they're making a point to introduce this character before Convergence. So that makes me wonder, is this going to be your character that dies to save everybody? Well, if, 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 if no. it's a typical horror movie They're just going to ride her in to will, kill her. They will, they will make a black character <laughs> just to kill them. Yeah. Yes. And, and, <laughs> I hadn't thought about sad that. As yeah. a, think about uh, X-Men First Class. Yeah. Who's the first person that dies in that movie? A made-up black mutant that was never in the comics. All of a sudden on the screen, and, oh, big shocker, he dies ten minutes into the movie. You know? <laughs> now, I'm saying this as a, as a white person. I think it's a very terrible thing that that still happens, but clearly it does. <laughs> you know what? I had never realized yeah. that. I didn't realize I, I, that either. I think the concept of making up mutants just to kill them is ridiculous, man. Yeah, There's I agree. thousands of fucking mutants out there. Some of them nobody give a fuck about already. Kill them. <laughs> yeah. least, at least the one person that liked would be like, I got to see my dude on yeah. big screen for a minute. We yeah. killed the guy from uh, the Savage Lands. I was like, uh, yeah. the, the pterodactyl guy. Uh, What's Sora, his name? Don't you dare kill Sora. Hello. <laughs> no. kill, kill a little caveman. If you're in this I will mention he's got a big part right now in Spider Man and the X Men. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I was I was, I was I was looking around on Facebook yesterday, and somebody was posting. Somebody put up this thing. It's like, oh, please, you know, post your favorite X Men character, or no, it was not your favorite obscure character. Yeah. And somebody pulls out this character I've never heard of. It's a char- It's an X Men character called Forget Me Not, and his power is no one ever remembers him, and he's been on the X Men team for years. And <laughs> I've ever never heard of this. Is that real? Nobody remembers. There was a wow. picture of him. Nobody who the fuck is this guy? Well, who gave him a costume? Yeah. No, uh, nobody remembers he's on the team except for Professor X, oh, who is wow. now dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, that guy's fucked. That's as... Uh, <laughs> like, get the hell out of here, man. Goddamn as, as dumb slash genius of a power as Longshot. Honestly. <laughs> like, nobody can remember me. Oh, well, Longshot, I just got really good luck. You know, and I, get, and I guess at a certain point with you, you say, well, we've done telekinesis and pyrokinesis and teleporting and self-healing and what can we do? Oh, well, nobody just remember this guy, you know. <laughs> Stoner man. What were we talking about? Stoner man, man what, bro. What was that guy's power that we were talking about the other day? <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, we forgot. Right. Pass that bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my thing. We were talking about Supergirl. If you if you're listening and you and you go on our Facebook, I want everybody to go on there and tell me who you pick, who you think would play an excellent Supergirl on this show. This is what I want to know. I want to know what people's opinion are as far as who should play Supergirl on the show. I don't know many of the young upcoming. Yeah, I don't stars, either. Unfortunately, oh. would be my thing. I would have picked the chick that is playing Harley Quinn, probably. Well, and that was going to be the, the Wolf of Wall Street girl. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's yeah. about the only one I can that's really think of. I would pick yeah. her for anything. <laughs> Speaking of Suicide Squad, did you hear that Tom Hardy has I, left has production? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was reading a little bit about that earlier. Uh, he probably, what, what probably happened, he was like, Harley Quinn's going to be the main character. Yeah, fuck this. He claims he left over uh, the script and, like, screen time. Like, screen time, but yeah. he's playing Rick Flagg. The, Fla- the like, fucking group, yeah. He's playing Rick Flagg, who is sometimes not really even a character. You right. Know? It's like, sometimes he's off by himself doing stuff. Right. He's the, the, the voice on Charlie's Angels that you hear from yeah. once an episode that yeah. you never fucking see. You know? yeah. I it bums me out that he left it because I love Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, but... And I'm not trying to change the subject at all, but that fucking Mad Max movie that's coming out in Oh, that looks great. So fuck everything. He can do whatever yeah, that he does wants look as far sweet. as I'm concerned. Focus on Mad Max. I'm so happy that I'm I'm so happy. like just I'll get bored sometimes and just watch that trailer oh, because oh, it, oh, yeah. it requires it has everything that I require from a Mad Max yes. movie. People yes. dressed in ridiculous costumes, the end of Charlie Charlie's staring, right? Charlie well, I don't even care about Almost that. Almost <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But but, yeah. but yeah, just big explosions and yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous cars. Yeah. That, that Perfect two-minute Mad Max trailer. <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Like, as far as remakes, like, you hear they're remaking something, and you're like, man, they shouldn't touch it. It's maybe the rare time where I watch a trailer, and I'm like, okay, they actually yeah. did. It was time to do that. And it, yeah. You see, it looks, and, and also. Like, it, when I saw Evil Dead, looks, the first Evil Dead trailer, or they, you know, when they were the Evil Dead, that was one of the ones, like, they shouldn't touch it, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, okay. Maybe so. Maybe right, so. Right. What I'm curious about on this one is, because there, there, there's been some discussion as to whether or not what they're actually doing is rolling together uh, the Rogue Warrior and Mad Max into one movie. Hmm. Well, now, what I read the other day was that they shot two movies. And one has acorns in it, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, apparently, they, they shot two movies. Fury Road is the first one. Um, the the second one, I can't remember what it supposedly focuses on. But I never thought about that angle to it. They didn't outright say that's what they'd done. But if you think about it, that would kind of make sense that one would be a little more themed on Road Warrior and one a little more themed on Mad yeah. Max. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, they, they have to set up the character somehow. Yeah. Because there are going to be people walking into this movie theater that know nothing about it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Blind, wa- blind watching this, this awesome-looking action movie, you're going to have to set up that character. Right, they don't even know that it has a legacy to it already. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> Pretty sudden, though. And then there better, by God, be a Thunderdome at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not called Thunderdome, just a, you know, in that thing. So, who, would, have, who on earth would they get to play TV Master movies? Blaster, that fine acting? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm kind of, like, caught up on everything the that I've watched. That makes me think of... Uh, Talked about it all. Talk about Arrow. Blaster's the big one. Yeah. Master's little guy. You ever see Todd Browning's Freaks? Yeah. Okay. The the, the dwarf that walks on the table. Right. That, the, that's the same dude, isn't it? That's Master. Yeah. I never knew that. I watched a documentary about Todd Browning's Freaks the other day, and, and pretty much no one from that movie, especially the Freaks, went on to do anything else. Most of the Freaks despised the movie, thought it was a you know terrible right. thing that they had done. It was the only work they could get. He's one of the only ones that was of note. He was very young at that time, and of course in Thunderdome he's very old by then. Well, yeah, but, uh, I mean, when was when was Freaks made? In the thirties, thirty, like mid thirties, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's old for sure. But uh, I I kind of couldn't believe that anybody else from it had gone on to do anything, but much less Master. Yeah. Know? Anyway, sorry, sod. No, that's Max. that's the whole point of this. <laughs> oh yeah, boys. Uh, <clears throat> during an interview, I think it was. A few days ago, James Gunn said that he would love to see a Rocket Raccoon solo film. Do you think? I'm sorry, but I would love to see. Do you that. think Rocket? Why not? Could carry a film? Why not? Dude, I, I think that he could. I, mean, I guess if you went into like the origin of him wait, and everything. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Rocket's a cool character. I don't think Rocket's going to work by himself. You need group. No, I mean this is not in production. Right. Or even right. he just said he thinks that, that that it's something he would love to see. So, do you think that? I mean, I think if you went into the origin and everything, I mean, you could maybe be like you have a good foundation there. I mean, yeah. you obviously have well, you could make it a movie about where like he first they meets Groot and they have their first adventure well, before they, they join the Guardians or yeah, something. Right, right. They, they could easily do the story from Annihilator's Earthfall. You know, the background story that was you know Rocket going back and finding out what his origins are. Yeah, you know, and they kind of they kind of hinted at that crap when he was drunk and cried about I didn't ask to yeah. be made. Yeah, yeah, you know. And you know the, the 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 zoom in on his back when they're changing in the prison. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of alluding to that he has a backstory that that even he doesn't really. I mean, know. I'd right. be down, dude. I liked Guardian so much. I would be down to watch a movie about any of the characters. Yeah, I think I really would too. Yeah, man. it was a cool as, movie. You know, and, and as far as that miniseries went, Annihilator's Earth, it, it was a Annihilator's Earth Fault four issue miniseries from Marvel. I actually looked forward to reading the flip side that was the Rocket and Crew story more than the main story. Yeah. You know, the, the main story was great, but I, I was looking forward to the Rocket Group thing. Let me tell you right now, I would watch a movie about the guy in the movie that he was supposed to make the deal with, then he finds out that it's Ronan, and he pushes him out of the store, the guy that runs that little shop. Oh, yeah. And then later, the Yondu goes in there, and he's, yeah. like, looking at the little figures. Like, <laughs> Dude, I would watch a movie about that guy. I would watch a movie about whoever Blake Kaufman played, personally, myself. That one I would watch a whole movie at... As long as James Gunn does it. Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy's <laughs> random prisoner movie. Dude, yeah. Let him do yeah. anything with him. Let him be fucking straight to and the And you know, it's... You know. Honest to God, he's... I think he's... I think he's coming up with all these great ideas because he's talked about this. He's talked about several other projects. The one that he talked about that I really want to see, Thunderbolts. Oh, wow. Oh, that would be oh, awesome. Wow, yeah. I don't even care which team. This team over here with Red Hulk and Red Everybody, really... Uh, we, won't uh, get Ven- we won't get Deadpool in there. No. Unfortunately, no. That, but that, but you or could, you Venom. Could, yeah, you could do. You could do the other version of the Thunderbolts like that. <laughs> which and based was, on something you said earlier, you could potentially have Man Thing. Yeah, See? and that was the series that that was from. See, was the original Thunderbolts series? That'd be cool. What the Thunderbolts was, for those of you who don't know, was uh, the the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, uh, and someone one of the other superheroes. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> all disappeared during the storyline and so basically Earth is left without its mightiest heroes and these other heroes show up they're like oh well, we're right. the Thunderbolts and, you know they come in and save the day 
and sort of the underdogs. All, yeah, yeah. They, they they get a, and I'm kind of I'm kind of going to spoil the first storyline here. Do but it. The, but the but the comic <laughs> ran for 200 issues, so <laughs> this you find this out within the first five issues. <laughs> So they come in and they, you know, they kind of save the day, and the, you know, the the mayor of New York gives them the key to the city, and like they're giving them, you know, they they give them access to Four Freedoms Plaza, which was the Fantastic Four's old base, and do all this stuff, and then at the end of the first storyline, you find out that these guys are the masters of evil oh. in disguise, like they they've set themselves up as heroes, and, and, oh. and they're, they're wanting like the Avengers security you know, access to, to NORAD. Right, they're just trying to get in there, and fuck it all. Yeah. Up. And the the book just kind of spun off in this weird direction, and and, it, and they kind of become like at one point the characters just like some of the characters are just like you know what we like not being hated yeah yeah and so they kind of become good guys very cool. Uh, that's but a, that's a cool idea. I could definitely see that flying you oh know, yeah on, on well, I mean the guardians aren't necessarily heroes themselves right you know? they're I mean, they're kind of by the end of the movie I guess you could view them as that but going yeah. into it they're all scumbags man oh they're yeah they're a bunch of criminals yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah I mean they're not. The worst criminals yeah. in the Marvel right, universe exactly. or anything, but they are they're, they're a bunch of dirtbags. They're a bunch right. of thieves yeah. and yeah. scavengers. They are people of questionable moral intent. <laughs> yeah. Bounty hunters and shit. <laughs> Cutthroat, backstabbing motherfuckers. Yeah, but bounty hunters. There was a good one, yes. Two of them bounty hunters, another one a criminal, one of them an assassin, and the other one just likes to kill people. Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah, that's balanced out. I mean. There's one thing that I want to say about James Gunn, and I really like is that uh, you know he got a start in Troma if you didn't know well, he looks kind of like Billy Wintergreen <laughs> but he Who's does a Lloyd Kaufman there is a Lloyd Kaufman cameo in all of his films really yeah yeah, yeah he's very indebted to Lloyd I think mm-hmm. that he's one of these people that will never turn his back on it and it's crazy I mean it was heartwarming to me I'm not a person that's easily heartwarming to have Lloyd Kaufman the founder of Troma in this PG thirteen blockbuster yeah. superhero. Like what you yeah. know, whenever Slither was announced, which was his, his first, oh I guess. Oh my god, I love film, that movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, and Slither. like I watched it, there was a coffin being like the drunk guy in the police station, <laughs> and then he's in Super, and then Guardians. I at first was like, okay, this is a huge film, and then I'm watching it in the theater, and there's Lloyd. I was yeah. like, oh my god, oh, he's yeah. still. So you know, I'm bound to think that as long as you know, with Guardians, which, which character was he in the prison? He's one of the. Please tell me he was the dude with the lake. No, damn no, it! No. He's just this little old man. When they have a shot of like the the prisoners sort of right, but he does get his. Man. He's the only person in that shot, though. I mean, and it, it's only so like a few seconds. Yeah, cool. he, he gets a future he's shot. Just, he's just real he's wearing a uh, yellow, like the yellow uh, like the prison prison vest. Yeah. But so you know, you know, with Guardians Two, you probably obviously will get Stan Lee, and there'll probably be a Lloyd if he's still alive. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. He's getting up there, Stan Lee. Have you seen the original Stanley cameo they were gonna do for Guardians? Where he was in like the collectors, like he where he was, yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. It was like a young Stanley. They should have done that. The case. Yeah, they, they should have done. They that. said the biggest reason that it weighed on was um, they thought that the the the, the flipping the bird joke after he's already done it in the, in the lineup was already like a played out joke. So that was, a, I guess, the biggest reason they didn't. Do I would. It, they should done it because yeah. I don't know how many times you'll get to have Stanley flipping the bird. But it, I mean, well, that's the thing, though. It was like the, a young Stanley. Yeah, it though, wasn't right? actually Stanley. So I guess that was the other loopholes if they went that route yes Stanley makes a cameo but it's not Stanley playing himself mm-hmm. right and then said well we'll put him in as an old playboy yeah know, skeezing around the pond and, and that's, yeah. that, that, you know, <laughs> that's the thing they've, they've, they've kind of done that a couple of times now so I think they should come up with something new and interesting to do. yeah because I mean one of his cameos in one of the Iron Man movies is he's walking around with two girls yeah. in this movie. He's sitting there talking to two girls. It's always like, Stan, what do you want to do in this movie? Can I get two hot bitches and just stroll around? <laughs> it, is, it turns out it's his idea. Yeah, it's probably it his out, idea. He's like, well, I had Spider-Man save me once. Yeah. How about some, some ladies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you, any of y'all watched Key and Peele on comedy? Dude, Key and Peele is hilarious. Have you seen the skit about Stan Lee coming in and telling all the Marvel writers, like all these ideas he's got? It's uh, it's uh. Peel Jordan Peel playing him, and he's very he's very white, and he's very old man hair, and he looks just like Stan Lee, and he's trying to convince a room full of Marvel writers, one of which is is uh, uh, the other one, Key, whatever one, whatever Key's name is, he's is the head writer, and he's pitching all these terrible superheroes. Uh, here's Forgetful Man. Here, well, some, I'm I guess on it. Uh, goes back to Forget Me Not there. But, uh, uh, he shows these table. One of them's like, it you comes know, full uh, circle. You know, one of them's called you know, housemaid, and it's a lady just like, she cleans your house for you. And they're all, obviously, he's getting seen on. There are things in his everyday life that he's trying to make superheroes out of. And eventually, they say, you know, Stan, listen, it's just, you know, 
it's a new world. People want something different. We just think these are you're great. We love you. Thank you for our jobs. We think that you know, everything uh, that you suggested just a little out of date. So he's leaving. He's obviously real bummed, and, and they're all just going back to their business. He turns around and he said, I've, I've, I've got an idea for a character. It's called Out of Work Man. <laughs> around firing all his friends that dare say that his character you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're all in use are like oh my god I think yes yes that sounds perfect that's how Stripperella got approved <laughs> it probably is you know, that sounds like a Stanley you know I actually, it was I've, I've just had a realization have any of you guys ever read the Sentry miniseries I've not. I have not okay here the Sentry's got a real friggin interesting story because he was one of Marvel's original generation heroes right mm-hmm. the char- but but something happened like really Stanley creates this character he's kind of I'll just say it, he's kind of a Superman knockoff right you know super strength flight power of a million suns all this stuff and Lee had written this character, and he was working with this artist uh, who had done a lot of the old romance comics for Marvel before they started doing their superhero stuff, right? Yeah. Well, the artist dies, and he had all the notes on the character, oh. all the sketches, everything, right? And so 30 years, 30, 40 years later, his wife is clean. Uh, I don't know if she was moving is cleaning out the office, and apparently this file that had all this stuff in it that that, that Lee had he and Lee had created on this character was on the, had fallen off the back of a desk and was behind a desk in the office. She picks it up, finds it. It's like, oh well, I need to send this to Marvel. Sends it to Marvel. Well, it gets shipped into the submissions office, and it just lays there. Oh, right. Wow. Well, Joe Casada, who was the editor in chief at the time, is going to like Comic Con in uh, San Diego, right? And just walks in the submission office and just grabs a handful of stuff. And one of the things that he picks up is that folder that, that's been mailed in. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there on the plane and he's reading through it. And he opens it up and it's all the stuff. It's got Stan Lee all over it. Gets off the plane, calls Stan Lee. He's like, dude, did you do? Did you create a new character with this guy or whatever? And Stan, Stan Lee's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so you. like, so like, you know, here 30, 40 years later, this character has shown back up that everybody forgot about. So they write that into the story that this guy was always a superhero, but something bad happens, and and like Professor X and uh, Doctor Strange, basically the Illuminati get involved right, in it, and right. like Doctor Strange casts this spell on Earth that makes everybody forget about him. Whoa! Right, and so what happens is is like people start like he, even he doesn't remember who he is like he's just li- living his life as a regular dude yeah and he starts getting his memory back because the spell starts to fail after all these years oh, wow. right and so like it shows all like when you're reading through the story it shows like this this you know this teenage kids cleaning up his room and all of a sudden there's all these posters of the sentry showing up on the wall like oh, sentry right. action figures like stuff he's not even perceiving wow. because people are starting to get their memory back yeah out. yeah and it was just, uh, it was a bitching story. The yeah, way, that's, the way man, it was, the concept like, of that is really awesome. Yeah, and it was just like, it was, uh, you know, they, they've killed that character now, but, you know, he could show back up at some point. Well, oh, I'm sure he's going to show back up in Secret Wars, which yeah. we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's comic books. He'll be back. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, def- definitely worth reading if you yeah. pick it up. Oh, that sounds awesome. So, this is my last show for two weeks. I guess Steve's going to Portland. Portland! Yeah. You have to do some good Portlandia shit while you're there, which I mean, you're going to be hanging out with. Uh, um, I've gone blank. <laughs> Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. not got a hold of you, bud. Are you That's going. Right. Like, I'm going to check out all the comic shops there, I'll tell you that. Your brother's filling in for you. Are you worried? Like, are you going to actually listen and be like, holy shit. Worst case life? scenario, when I get back, the show's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that'll happen. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> but it might be two episodes of exceptionally weird shit. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. It would be weird if you get me and Dave and then um, Jimmy together. So what do you guys pick of the weeks, comics-wise? I, I don't actually have one this week. I have what? Read, I, have, I have not read my <laughs> comics. I'm working five thousand hours of overtime every week. Dude, don't you get a bathroom break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking my comics to the bathroom. With yeah, me. that's why you got to buy two copies. <laughs> you know you're gonna have a busy week. You buy two copies yeah, of everything you read. Yeah, the poop copy. <laughs> <laughs> that way, when you get done reading, Look, in case you're on a toilet paper, I have like read that. plenty of poop. If you comics. don't like the I comic, have read plenty of poop comics. <laughs> Wipe your ass day. with it. 
There's enough ads in them now that you have plenty to wipe with and still read. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially in the, the Marvel and DC. Yeah, dark Marvel and DC are loaded right now. Is there a, a series that you're reading that is like your favorite or something? You don't got a pick of the week? I do, but we're getting to, <laughs> okay, to okay. the guest. I won't, yeah, I won't call it a favorite, and I don't know how current it is because I pick my comics up quite a bit after they come out. But I think the Multiversity series that uh, Grant Morrison is doing is... Return of Captain issue. Carrot. <laughs> that, For one issue. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That was, the, that was seriously... Uh, that scene will be legendary in my mind in comics for a long time. It's like, ha, 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 yeah. cartoon physics, asshole. He just walks right back out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But anyway, yeah, multiversity. So multiversity. Yeah, that would be my pick. I mean, I, um, I think that out of the ones that are out so far, half of them are just genius. And the other half are just real fun comics yeah. for what they are. I have, have you read Thunderworld yet? Yeah, I just read that one. It wasn't any good. It's fun. Uh, like I was telling Aaron earlier, I, I think you it would help if you were a big Shazam fan. Well, I'm not am, opposed so. to, Sh- to Shazam, but he's never really been one of my absolute favorites. Having said that, I think it's a great story for what it is, definitely. Okay. And I cool. think if you are a Shazam fan, you'll, you'll probably know yourself. the new Multiversity book that's coming out, do you guys know anything about this? Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, know I'm, what's I'm next. not sure which one it is. There, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but like... It's got, like, some gimmick with it. I don't know, like, if it'll be cool or not, but somehow it's supposed to involve the reader, like, you're part of the story. Oh, wow. No, I'm Grant Morrison. And it's called, like, something com. It's called something comics for you or something like that. Mm. It's, like, the name of the book. Wow. I wish you would take... I saw something about that, but I I didn't read through on it, so... Yeah, it's, like, supposed to involve the reader heavily as part of the story. They have somewhat involved the reader so far a little bit, whereas in the book that you're reading will be featured in that book that Mm. you're reading. Yeah, oh, weird. Uh, but, but you know, Grant Morrison's sort of the, the master of breaking the fourth wall, and really one of the only ones that gets by with it in comics that, where it works. You know, I'll, uh, maybe besides that, makes you feel like you're part of Deadpool there. But for DC, maybe. You know, yeah. There. yeah. But actually, though, yeah. yeah. what have you? I think it's a real interesting idea. I think if every comic did that, it would lose its novelty so quick. But you kind of know with somebody like Grant Morrison that there's, you know. Now, what, what were your feelings on the Pax Americana issue? Oh, I loved it, man. Bam. Loved I, it. Because we, we, you know, we did our picks of the year list, and like, well, you know, we sit outside for like 20 minutes looking at other, you know, other people's picks list. That issue was on all of them. Wow. See, I wish I that they would have. <laughs> I can't believe it. I wish you yeah, would take that and do like an entire series. I, well, like, I, I mean, you know, I wish that, that, that DC would raise the reins enough that he could do that. I think they're letting something like Multiversity fly because it's a limited thing and it's a. And I, it's a they're, they're, you know, uh, it's a breath of fresh air for people like me that love, you know. Right. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering too, if they're, the part of the reason they decided to do Multiversity is because it's really, you know, it really kind of fits with what they're going to do in Convergence. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. I'm going to read Convergence. I am too. I've decided I'm going to read it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure that I will pick it all up eventually. Convergence. Like a very long, like two or three year. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's multiple issues a week, right? Yeah, basically, you're going to have a Convergence miniseries, and then there are going to be 42 issue miniseries. Whoa. Uh, There's going to be 10 number ones every, uh, 10 number ones a week. For wow. like two months. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's going to take a while to, 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 to tell all that. I don't know exactly how many. I, I don't know how many issues are in the main convergence series anymore. But this like, is going to be another zero hour. Uh, no, I, zero hour was a little bit different. I, I actually like zero hour. I did. I got all of them when I was a kid. All I, of them. I, I, I thought zero. That was the I first just, DC a, thing I really ever actually I've got read. A shit ton of those zero issues floating around. Like I, I kept zero issues out of series that I don't even care about because I just thought zero hour was a cool idea. I have some of the zero hour stuff still. Um, what was your pick of the week, Steve? What was yours? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I was going to talk a little a more about to what mine was because I've I got a little bit to talk about mine. I've bitched so about this first. for multiple multiple <laughs> issue, I mean episodes, and it hasn't well, been every issue. I'll but help you. <laughs> me and Jamie have been ranting about Jupiter's Legacy Five. Because it was supposed to come out like a year ago, and they were supposed to come out like six months ago. Well, it finally came out last week, and uh, <laughs> I was so flabbergasted that it actually came out. Jimmy, I, I took pictures of it. Jimmy texted I, me and was like, <laughs> "I'm holding issues like, in my hand," and I was like, "Bullshit! There's no way." <laughs> and I was like, "Send me proof." So he actually sent me pictures of him with the. the there were three different covers, and I, I I was only able to find like the main cover. But um, I will say. That I had to reread, you know, one through four before I read five, 
But, you know, for this huge year gap, I would say it was worth it. It was actually a really good issue, and it was crazy. It was the end of the and it first is, is part like of the it, end right? of volume one, and that is like the very last page. It's like end of volume one. And I know that they're working, um, I know Mark Miller's working on a prequel, which Whoa. is very interesting. So I don't know if the prequel or like the second run is coming uh, first. Ooh, within the next five years, you'll have read it all. I would say some point in the next ten years. Maybe <laughs> ten years? Please. Because it took almost almost two know. years to get five issues. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't know, man. I I, uh, I look at it like this. Like I was saying, I was arguing with somebody the other day about that. And, they, you know, Frank quietly got the artist. Mm-hmm. was He got blamed for a lot of that. And I don't think it was all him. I think there was a lot of things going on there. Because, you know, somebody was like, well, I wonder how long it's going to take quietly to do the art in the new series. And I was like, well, you know, the, book was, the book's been solicited twice since they said he was done with the art. So, you know, why has it been delayed twice? In, Since then, I felt <laughs> I felt so bad because uh, you know when I actually held my copy of five, I was like, "Who the hell is this on the cover?" Because I did not remember. Forgot, you, yeah. Well, you don't see it. It's the very last panel of issue four. Yeah. And so I was like, "No wonder I forgot." Right. But I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Like this sleaze bag with the pedo stash, you know? With yeah. the like, I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Oh man! But dude, people jumped all over that on the internet. Somebody was like, <laughs> "The guy, the guy that plays." Uh, Oh, the Archer in the 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 most recent uh, Hobbit movies. Uh, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit films. The, it looks just like the guy, like oh, the art, um, like the character that they, the the guy who killed Smog. Yeah, <laughs> the, I can't remember his name. He was my dad. <laughs> that was a hell of a show up. With I know. That's how I got born. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's probably going to be the, <laughs> the funniest thing that came out of this episode was that statement right there. <laughs> Boom! That's what your mom said. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like that joke, you know, you know, who shot first, you know, Han or Greedo. It's technically probably Han's father shot first, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It could have just been a high midichlorian count or something. There may have not been any shooting involved. <laughs> you never know. My pick of the week was uh, I had a hard time... St- trying to pick what I wanted to pick. I went back and forth between the new Star Wars comic, uh, what, what? Copperhead. Came Copperhead, out. yeah. And, uh, but I've actually decided to go with Wolverine's number two. Really? And the reason why I picked this is because, because uh, I've actually read everything that's led up to this series, Wolverine's, like the death of Wolverine and the Weapon X project and Logan's legacy and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, one thing I'm always hearing people complain about in comics is they never create new characters or introduce new characters or anything. But this series has done a good job of bringing a lot of new characters into the Marvel Universe. Uh, it, it brought us character Sharp, who gets turned into Shogun, and uh, a couple other random characters that came out of the Weapon X project, the most recent of the projects by the Dr. Cornelius or whatever. But... Uh, and Wolverine's issue two it introduces a new character into the Marvel universe uh, called Phantom L. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she's like this black woman. And she has this fox with her all the time, and she's supposed to be like a master thief. Like the whole third issue of Wolverine's three is about her. I had, so you know nobody knows too much about it yet, but she looks sweet. But aside from that, introducing the new character. Uh, the series is pretty cool so far. I mean, it's a weekly series, and it really and and yeah, Wolverines yeah. comes out every week. It's a weekly ongoing series, and uh, the first one had a different artist than the second book, so I don't know if every issue will have a different artist on it. But I've I've really enjoyed it so far. It's good storytelling. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I haven't read it, but I flipped through one at, at Dwayne's the other night the other day, and I thought the art looked incredible. It was almost enough to make me buy. Uh, the first X-Men affiliated book I would have bought in years. Mm. <laughs> Not that um, I have any problem with them. I love the X-Men, but, you know. Yeah, it's the only thing X-Men related, I think, that I'm actually buying right now. Um, Aren't you buying Spider-Man and the X-Men? Well, yeah, Spider-Man and the X-Men. It doesn't feel like the X-Men that I grew yeah. up with. No. You know, it's like it's like a bunch of dumb mutant kids that nobody's heard of, like Shark Girl. And this guy... <laughs> I automatically just, support that character. There's Shark Girl. She's like a shark girl, just like you would imagine. And... 
There's like this guy with eyeballs all over his face. Like, oh, that's weird. Oh, is that Blinky Boy? I've heard of that. Guy. <laughs> is he called that? No, I don't know. Oh, it just God, seems that like that's what they should call him. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's talk about Star Wars comic that came out. Because it's a big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. Over, what was it? I mean, over one million over copies million. is all I'm aware. Yeah, I don't know the exact were, number. Over but. A million, there were over a million copies ordered. I don't know how many were printed. Yeah. There's about three million variant covers. Yeah, yes. it seems like it. It's ridiculous. Which yeah. I bought one of. I bought one, too. And I bought one. <laughs> I bought a not as expensive one as you guys. Well, <laughs> you know, I saw, like, no joke, like, the main 10 or 12... And then, like, I go on eBay, and there's covers I hadn't seen. Yeah. There's, like, so many that, like, Hastings had a variant, yeah. and this person had a variant, this person GameStop had a variant. GameStop has a variant. Yeah, GameStop has a Everybody's variant. Everybody's got a variant. Midtown, Midtown, which is actually where I ordered mine from, is getting a triptage. Uh, is getting, they're, they're getting a, apparently getting a triptage variant, which is going to be, there, there's a cover for Star Wars, number one, and a cover for Princess Leia, number one, and, and the Darth, Vader. Darth Vader, number one, and it's all one piece of art. Oh, wow. And had I known that when I ordered that, <laughs> I probably would have ordered that one, that yeah. particular one instead yeah. of the one that I ordered. Uh, but I, I went with, like you, I went with the Alex Ross, which was the, the painting of the original mm-hmm. Star Wars from 77, you know, the, the original. Marvel yeah, there was two Alex Ross covers, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, one is exclusive was. to his website, yeah. right? Which is just Luke. From okay. what I've seen. It's just, it's it's just, just a little, it's just a I little guess technically Luke. there's three because there's, there is a virgin art black and white variant, which is no logos of the one that you and I bought. Mm. And then there's the variant where it shows uh, Luke Skywalker done in the style of the old series Lucky Luke. <laughs> I have not seen that one yet, sir. You know, that's, in, that's not real. You know, in, <laughs> in back, but showed, I want it to be. They showed like a preview for Darth Vader number one and Leia. And you know, I was not big on the artwork for Leia. I wasn't either, but I, I did agree. not like the artwork at all. I was like, man, this looks like. I mean. I'm gonna read it anyway, but the 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 the, 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 the artwork for Vader. I don't, you know, I actually don't. I don't even know if I look too done. The Vader artwork. Yeah, the Vader looks sweet. really good. The Star Wars artwork too was good, and the storytelling was good. I well, actually liked the. It's Jason a lot. Aaron's writing. I think he's a really. Good uh, everything I've read by Jason Aaron so far, I've liked. It, it is pretty much nonstop action for I mean, the first issue. So. Yeah. And even have uh, space hamsters. <laughs> it doesn't have space hamsters. <laughs> I don't remember that. I started to say if it's got space ham- hamsters, when my copy does come, I'm going to burn it. What? Because that's the kind of stupid crap Marvel did with Star last time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, there's the, just space whatever. Hamsters. What you know? And DC's been has has been guilty of doing this too because they had the license for Star Trek for a while. It's whatever was popular at the movie theater right then. Sure. Suddenly suddenly that somehow showed up in whatever book they were yeah. doing. You know? And it's like, oh, gnomes are really popular right now. Let's make gnomes in Star Wars. Gnome, yeah. Yeah. Well that's why I told you those old Marvel ones, you know, relevant compared to the Dark Horse or the you know, the newer ones now is because they were just so fucking Stupid. That shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like a good way. Well, by reading the first issue, I feel like they're taking it pretty seriously. You know, I've been, I was asking yeah, myself yeah. with every page I turned the same thing I've been asking like about the trailer for episode seven. Where the hell is Lando Calrissian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the, uh, Willow to get his own book. <laughs> <laughs> Lando is secretly in that motherfucker somewhere. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just keeping it really, really quiet. Well, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was wandering around in Jabba's palace in disguise there. That's true. Yeah, I would love it. You know, because he was, he would love it. He was like, you know, for for years, like Mark Hamill and Henderson Ford, they never, you know, they claimed that they wouldn't come back. And he was the only one. He was the only one that that was really like, I will come back in a heartbeat. Well, uh, Jesus Christ, look at Billy D. Williams' career. Of course, he would come back. Like, please give me a job. Please, for the love of fuck's sake, I need work. You know? Yeah. Although I have to say that your Orlando Calrissian disguise kit, which, by the way, we need to post a picture of, is probably one of the more fantastic things I've ever seen in my life. That's right? a good disguise kit. You could so, rob a bank with that, and they would look for Billy D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's that mustache. That's awesome. Like, clearly, it was Billy D. Uh, speaking of... Uh, comic books based on sci-fi movies uh next week starts the galaxy quest comic what is it called 
don't the know. new adventures or like something the Tim like Allen that. movie yeah. Galaxy yeah. Quest. Yeah, they're doing a gal. It's a four <laughs> issue series that starts. I'm excited week. about it because really? I love that movie. That movie was okay, but I, it's, I, I, it's been so long since I've seen it. I'm even foggy as to what it's a Gordy Weaver. I think it's called The Adventure Continues or something like that. Wow. And it's uh, yeah, it's four issues. I don't. I'm gonna pick it up just for the hell of it. I, yeah, see if it's any good. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I had no. I actually. I, I man, honest to god, that's one of those movies where if I'm like flipping through the channels in the middle of the night and Galaxy Questions on, that's where we're stopping at. Yeah. You know. When you like, also think about it, like, would you rather movie. hang out with Luke Skywalker or the guy that Tim Allen plays in Galaxy Quest? Ooh. If you had to hang out, with you know. Wait, all wait, day wait, long. Wait, are we like Luke about, like, was never char- like the character. The character. character. The character from Galaxy Quest. Yeah. We're talking about just like the character. I would rather hang out with Tim the Whole Man Taylor. I think is that an option? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to hang out with Luke Skywalker. I think I would slap him. Yeah, I mean Luke. Yeah, I mean Luke was never. At least in the first movie. At least in A New Hope, I would slide. Could you pick Al Borland dressed in a Boba Fett outfit? That's who I hang out. Okay. Posting the video with you. Hang on, back to that. <laughs> we, we were talking about, you know, I dissed on Marvel's Marvel's original Star Wars run. Yeah. However, I have something to add to that. One of my favorite Star Wars stories ever came out of an issue of that run of comics, and it's number 68. It's kind of like an origin story of Boba Fett. Oh. Hmm. It kind of sets up that they're, you know, the whole Mandalorian army and, you know... Sets up another character called Finn Shiza, and that some of that was stuck with when when they went to uh, when 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 the Rice went to uh, uh, Dark, Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah, but that, that, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't all of that null and void now though, as far as continuity? Um, possibly. Yeah, they they really just will not come out. And so the, initially they said, you know, no, no, we're not going to have any of that. And then now they they kind of back, sort of back on track. That. Yeah. So basically, I think what they're what they're trying to do is have it all available to them. Yeah. To use, oh yeah. You know, it's like well, you know, if they, if we like aspects of this and aspects of this over here, we can use that if we yeah. want to. Well, but if we say it didn't happen, then we can't do right. that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is a big enough galaxy and a big enough world that they absolutely should be able to have something for sort of every age group, every people like us that grew yeah. up on it. Kids are just now coming around to it, you know, and it not make everything else not make sense anymore, you know. Yeah, I agree. I want to talk. Me too. Like nowadays, variants. I mean, almost any book has at least a variant or multiple variants, and it's 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 rare that I see a variant. And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta have this. Marvel announced, I know me, Patrick, and Steve are excited. Marvel announced that they're doing uh, two variants based off Run the Jewels 2. And I want to know if this, if the reason it's <laughs> happening is because Kingpin made that deal with Birdman on that Amazing Spider-Man oh, cover shit, a couple months ago. <laughs> but I don't know, but um, <laughs> if you're not aware of Run the Jewels, so like this hip-hop LP and group, Killer Mike. LP and yeah. Killer Mike. Uh, it's like an alternative hip hop, I guess. I yeah, mean, it's I hate the word alternative. But it's, it's a cyber it's tech an alternative hip-hop. to what you would hear yeah, on, on like the radio or something. Radio. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Tastes it's, delicious. It's pretty good, and it's uh, gluten free too. Yeah, I would like some Run the Jewels breakfast cereal. <laughs> it's uh, I'll do. That will probably happen, I'll and do. it will be little hands and little chains. And yeah, that will probably happen. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the two comics are Deadpool forty five. And Howard the Duck 2, let me tell you, I think Howard the Duck 2 is the better cover, but Deadpool 45 is drawn oh, by Scott. clever. Deadpool 45 is drawn by Scotty Young, who is, like, from Johnson City. or Not to mention that Deadpool area. 45 yeah. is also the last Deadpool yeah. issue in the death of Deadpool. That's where he dies, so... Uh, and isn't it, it's the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, with yeah. Deadpool's, with Deadpool's little... Yeah, yeah. But I really like the Howard the Duck where it's him and Rocket, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I but think, I mean, I think, I think it's... Both, I think they're both... I'm going to go yeah, after both of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go after both of them. I'm going to get both of them and, and, and hang them up on the wall beside a copy of the album. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm kind of I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Howard the Duck, too. I'm, I'm wondering the comic? I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those like kind of like Deadpool and She-Hulk where they, where they break the fourth wall all the time. I hope they do. I, yeah. I kind of hope so, too, because that would be extra funny, I yeah. think. Yeah. Because you can't seriously <laughs> use Have Howard the Duck. Have we not learned from the first Howard the Duck that you can't take it too fucking serious? <laughs> no. Is Marvel there... put all their fucking chips on the table for that. They could have made any 
Marvel movie and they made Howard the Duck. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love it. It's obvious why it flopped. It's Howard the Duck. It was, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, I loved it when I was I a kid. I think it's a I cool movie. I loved it. I love it. I love it now. I just bought a copy a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. yeah it's got that one, that 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 creepy child molester. In yes. It. Uh, Mr. Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Yes. Yes. Who in real life, allegedly, is a child molester or has <laughs> molested children. Well, I took it, it there. Wait, didn't he die? No, I think hmm, that's a good question. He came back from the dead and molested. He was. Zombie child It's the worst child molester. Is the worst guy. Kind. It really is. I, I think so that Howard the Duck involved with child molestation. No, that is not the same. I, I think with Howard the Duck, when we were talking about like the rocket, uh, you know, solo movie earlier, it, it could be a hit or miss. I, I, I think if they did it right, it could be phenomenal. But um, and we already have proof of how they do it wrong. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Now let's just see some proof of how they Is there a release yeah, exactly. date for the first Howard the Duck, like the reboot comic? Because I, I, I don't know, not. but it's got to be soon. February, I think. So next month. So yeah. that that means they would have the Deadpool and the Howard the Duck issues be the same month. Because I know they're killing Deadpool in, what is it, March? It's April. April? Okay, so maybe maybe they're doing it. You know, I just didn't know if these are coming out the same week or the same month, so maybe there's like a month difference in them. But I, I'm, I may be wrong about when the the release date is too, and it may be it may be right at the end of February too. Yeah. You know, are we on a leap year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like but it was too recent. For battle toads. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to research research that a little bit more. I'm almost certain that there was a comic. That'd be awesome. I'll go on it. Give something you want to say about. DC and Swamp Thing with the comic. DC, I got words for you. (laughs) (laughs) You take away my motherfucking Swamp Thing, I'm done. I'm out. I ain't reading your titles no more. Actually, I'm bullshitting on that. I would probably still read Justice League Dark because Swamp Thing's in there. (laughs) But I'm just letting y'all know you fucking up. Why are you doing it? Don't fucking do it. I don't know. That's really all I've got to say about it. I, I think the new I think the Swamp Thing's been pretty great since the reboot. It's one of the new fifty two titles that really took for me. I'm a live lifetime, you know, Swamp Thing fan. Um and you know, something I mentioned to you earlier is I, I think it is probably a hard comic for new readers to get into because if you don't know the world already, you kinda have to reset it up every issue. Um, I think some good one shots would be great. In between a big story arc, have a good one shot where you could easily jump on board and be like, "Oh, here's this dude. Here's what it is." You know, I'm I'm interested, but in you know, because I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, is that is one of the series that is being written to an end immediately yeah. before convergence. Yeah, so it's not being canceled. Right, right. Uh, I, I, I like to think of it as maybe they're just coming to a good stopping point, and they'll probably bring it back. And I hope they do. And, they, they, and you know, the fact that Swamp Thing's not involved with convergence makes me happy. That means there's not a million things I have to no. buy to get every issue. You know, every yeah, appearance of Swamp Thing. Right. So, so one of the things that I read there concerning Swamp Thing during convergence is. That Swamp Thing story is going to be a pre-crisis on Infinite Earths Swamp Thing. So there is a Swamp Thing story in Convergence? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, and I think Kelly Jones is doing the art in it, and he's fantastic mm, for a horror okay. book. Okay, well, now maybe. That makes me uh, wonder yeah. if we're about to see, on the other side of Convergence, Vertigo Swamp Thing again. I fucking hope so. I think the biggest mistake, I mean, Aaron had talked about this a lot, the biggest mistake they could have made was when they relaunched you know, the new 52, and they said, DC characters cannot be in Vertigo books anymore. That's a terrible idea. That was your bread and butter. Hellblazer is your longest running fucking title on the whole label, you know? Yeah. And so many of them went through that. You know, Swamp Thing, Animal Man, Shade, The Changing Man all had Vertigo series, but they were still part of the regular DC universe. Practically all the occult characters, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, really, Vertigo initially was it was the occult. It was it was set up as the occult side of the DC yeah, universe. Yeah, it was the darker it's, side of things. It's, you know? it's the horrifying shit that you don't see yeah, in the superhero yeah. books. But with many of those characters, that shit is absolutely necessary you know yeah. and I think that's what's missing in the Constantine book as opposed to the Hellblazer book is a set of fucking balls man the Hellblazer <laughs> like went some places you know yeah. I mean um, I don't know I just feel like I, I feel like they took a lot of the Vertigo characters that were DC characters before that and then, now they've watered them down to this point of trying to make them fit in the DC universe the thing the whole reason Vertigo existed was for characters that didn't really have a firm place in the DC universe yeah. that didn't fit in with the superhero titles and shit so and I like the idea of there being in a Vertigo for, for, for people uh, 
you know, older folks well, that are into it or whatever, but there's still being a world where Constantine and Swamp Thing can pop into a fucking Superman comic. That shit used to fucking happen, you yeah, know? Yeah, or, or, you know, Swamp Thing tries to take over Gotham and yeah, ba- Batman's yeah. like, I can kill you. Oh, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, it's like, definitely. you think you can't be killed? Yeah. I can kill you. Yeah, I mean, you know? they, they, they've crossed every, that, that, that one little run of Swamp Thing before the, the Jesus issue and all that stuff and all that. <laughs> they were going through every timeline of DC pretty much and being like, oh, here's Swamp Thing. Here's a bunch of old DC Western characters. Or here's a bunch of DC space characters. Here's a bunch of yeah. DC medieval characters. You know, and I'm yeah. like, I thought that was great. You know, he yeah. is someone like that that you could do that with. But, um, I don't know, man. I, I hope their focus doesn't come off of the uh, occult people. I, I feel like it's going to be a one-two punch with Constantine kind of failing on TV and pulling the plug on Swamp Thing. And I hope something happens to rejuvenate those characters. That's the one thing they sort of have going that I don't feel like Marvel delves as much into. I mean, you mentioned earlier Doctor Strange and, and all that. Doctor Strange is really their one kind of yeah big occult guy. You know, DC's got fucking bukus of them. You know? Yeah, and you know, like you were saying, it's like they try, try to they try to make everything not necessarily family friendly, but but much cleaner. Yeah, and they start the book, but then but then Rot World happened. Yeah, yeah, and that was very oh much. God, it so was dark. so much like a. It was nasty and yeah. it was a uh, Vertigo story. The Animal you Man <laughs> both at that time. Yeah, were I mean the, the one issue of Animal Man where it had like the dead babies and shit. And it's like, <laughs> 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 what the hell? Wait a minute, what issue is that one? I was gonna read. <laughs> Oh, I wish I wish I did. I'll find out for you, but I definitely gotta, to if it's got dead babies in it, I'm reading. Just it. look right. up the Raw World story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that because because it yeah. ran through several books. Yeah, it was, it was. I think it was basically Animal Man, Swamp Thing, and Frankenstein. Although Justice League Dark went into it for a minute, and probably a couple others did. Too, I, see, I enjoyed Frankenstein. I, I thought Frankenstein was great, man. And, and, and you know, I, then that was the thing with the New Fifty Two is it had all this promise to me of characters that they'd never really devoted too much to. You know, yeah. like I mean. Right. These books need to happen, you know, and then those books fell like flies. Yeah, that sucks. but and I've bitched about this a couple of times. Like some some of their some of their best books that they were putting out, critically acclaimed books, like Animal Man. Yeah, canceled. Oh yeah, Captain Adam canceled. Yeah. <laughs> One of my all-time favorites. They they keep bringing back. Well, they canceled they Deathstroke, canceled. and then they brought back Deathstroke. That yeah. was a shittier version than the one that they did the first yeah, time. That's how they do? They've done that to me. <laughs> Doom Patrol is probably my all-time favorite superhero team. That's a cool. Doom Patrol is cool another book. one that went through the Vertigo run, and it was fucking perfect. That's another Grant Morrison cutting his teeth, and you know he wasn't somebody that was getting Batman books at the time. He was getting little things like Animal Man and Doom Patrol. And they constantly bring this team back just to fucking kill them off again every few years. And I'm like, if you're never going to realize that they're never going to be the X-Men, they're never going to be this big team that everybody's going to go crazier, and let them have that edge to them instead of just, oh, well, didn't work again, kill them. You know I mean? Agreed. Speaking of uh, New 52 stuff, I... uh Starting an issue uh, number 36 of the New 52 Wonder Woman comic, uh, artist David Fitch, and, and who I'm a big fan of, and uh, his wife Meredith Fitch are actually doing the art and writing the comic book. Okay. And it starts at issue 36, which is just like, only, like 37's the newest one out. So like, if you want to jump into Wonder Woman and didn't like what they were doing with it before, it starts a story. From thirty six and forward, I really like what they've done with Wonder Woman since since the reboot on New Fifty Two. Uh, I, I think they're using that character much better than she's been used ever. That's awesome. Honestly, uh, I think it's there, the art there's some good stuff. Looked awesome. Looked, looked like it was really good art yeah. for that new stuff. There's there's plenty of good stuff coming out of the New Fifty Two, but there's way more bad stuff. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but it seems like all the the worst stuff coming out of it is some of the stuff that people are going like crazy Harley about, like Harley, like Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. I've never, and this is going to be controversial, and I'm so sorry, Miss makes people quit listening to your show. I've never understood the appeal of Harley. Quinn. Oh, I, well, I, I, we, I'm not a big fan. We talk about that every week. And you know, oh, if okay. I read, the, if I could read Harley Quinn and be like, this actually is a solid book, I would probably be more on board with her. But like. I'm pissed off that the Suicide Squad movie, apparently, from what I've been reading, the main character, the main protagonist, is going to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like, that doesn't feel right to me. No. That's not the Suicide Squad. Yeah. I don't want a Harley Quinn movie with the Suicide Squad as her, her sidekicks. Right. No, I want a Suicide yeah. Squad movie. Yeah. I want a Suicide Squad movie. And you know what? I, I don't even give too much of a shit about that. I want a Deadshot movie. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. But wait, if I'm not mistaken, Will Smith is playing Deadshot. Will Smith is playing Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I mean, I don't <laughs> care. As, if it, as long as... I'm just afraid the movie's going to suck anyway. 
It All could, we're going to do is be listening could. to Harley Quinn for two hours being like, Mr. J! <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to hear that the whole movie. It's going to be annoying. I don't know. And one of the things that I've known, that I, that I caught, uh, you know, because they've been trickling out a little, a little more information about Convergence, like they're announcing that some of the stuff that's happening in week two. It's like, <laughs> this version of Harley Quinn from the New 52 is a different character from the other one. The original. Seems like. The original version of Harley yeah. Quinn is going to show up that like the pre fifty two version is going to show up in convergence. Honestly, that was a better, way better version. And of I'm, her. Yeah. I'm I'm curious as to what's going to happen when you see these two characters meet because I'm sure they're going to. Yeah. Hmm. That would be some. But the new Harley Quinn gets here. a sword run through her face. <laughs> That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Don't mince words, Steve. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I want to tell you how I really feel about something. What's that? We did a giveaway last week. Uh, <laughs> all you had to do was email us and say that you're in, and you got to spend a whole day with me. And, uh, and he even thought he had to pay for it. Normally, yeah, I, I thought I had to pay for this. And normally, you know, th- this this would have been our third giveaway. Normally, we had this like barrel that we sit here and draw names out of. There's not one person that it's emailed here wanting, empty. Yeah, there's not one person that wanted this. I opened the lid to the barrel and a fly flew out. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even the stink bugs are gone. <laughs> we haven't had any stink bugs yeah. in here this year. Even the stink bugs were like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. What Usually we were attacked man? by stink bugs. So I, I didn't think, even realize I that. I think they were aware like, of that. At no, at no point during this episode <laughs> have I been like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think they were aware that they may potentially have been contestants if no one They're like, so, we're, we're out of here. So, uh, fuck this. I guess I'm that boring of a person. Well, you can't win them all, man. The truth's got to come out sometime. I, I'm sorry, man. If I, honestly, I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and I was trying to get him to do it because we had all these awesome ideas for shit to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> like someone could have hung out and like threw like water balloons at me all day. If you want to hang out with Aaron well, Kelly and throw water balloons at him all day, all you have to do is email giantsizedmanthings at gmail.com and say you're it's in. Like, I was yeah, I was talking about Buddy Chris. I was like, you know what'd be funny is like if you won this and like took him to like a pottery class and did like, did like the ghost thing. It's like, oh my oh, god, yeah. Oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, you can even tell me what we're gonna do for a day. I'm just yours for a day. <laughs> what? Well, damn it! I'm gonna email him in a minute. Just on my goddamn yard. Just please don't murder me. Just please don't murder me or rape me. <laughs> That's all I have. We did say please. That's the things I don't want to do. I don't want to die. Well, I'm sure there's like a bunch of stuff that we forgot to talk about today or couldn't remember that we'll, as soon as I stop recording this podcast, we'll be like, oh man. But that's about all the time that we have for today. So, thanks for listening and take your loved ones to pottery class. (laughs) 